0: You're listening to the Quints Podcast.
1: Raj Kundra, a businessman who is also married to Bollywood actor Shilpa Shetty, made headlines recently after he was arrested for allegedly being a key conspirator in a case pertaining to pornographic films. He has been accused of distributing adult films that were being shot in the country through an app called Hotshots. But with his arrest, the case has also opened the Pandora's box on the porn industry itself. The porn industry, which is a billion-dollar industry worldwide, has always existed in the Indian society. However, even though watching porn in private spaces isn't deemed illegal by the Supreme Court, there have been attempts by the government to ban porn websites occasionally. While the illegality of making and distributing pornography in India has not affected its viewership, which in fact has only shot up since the onset of the pandemic, on the downside, there are also allegations of porn rackets and adult film actors being exploited in this industry, which functions in secrecy. And the arrest of Rajkundra has resurfaced a long-drawn debate on the legality of porn in India. In today's podcast, we'll discuss Kundra's arrest as well as the legal provisions pertaining to the production and consumption of porn in India. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Emmat. Let's start with what this case is about and what the police have to say about Raj Kundra's role in this case. In February 2021, the Mumbai police had arrested five people for allegedly forcing women into acting in porn movies. According to an Indian Express report, once the actors were on location, which are based in the outskirts of Mumbai in areas such as Mud Island, the script would be changed and the actors would be pressured to expose themselves, failing which they would have to pay for the filming expenses. The exploitation further continues when the recorded films are uploaded on mobile applications and OTT platforms. The report further states that advertisements regarding these videos are also shared on social media. Now, one such production house, based in the UK, which uploads these movies came under the scanner of the Mumbai police and this is where Raj Kundra's role supposedly comes in. He has been accused of being one of the key conspirators who created pornographic films and published them in apps. After Kundra's arrest, actor Sagarika Shona Suman, who claims that she acted in one of Kundra's films, came forward and explained how she was exploited and coerced by Kundra and his associates into joining the adult film industry. In an interview with Times Now on 21st July, she stated she was falsely promised a role in a web show produced by Kundra's company. She further claimed that she was asked to appear for a nude audition and once she rejected the film, she continued to receive threatening phone calls. Media reports and police statements confirmed the claims made by Suman. According to the Mumbai police, Kundra produced pornographic films under his company Vian Industries in India and then sent them to the UK production house to be uploaded to a mobile app called Hotshots. Now, this app was formerly owned by Kundra and was later sold off to a London-based company called Kenrin Limited, run by his brother-in-law Pradeep Bakshi. The Mumbai police has stated that there is sufficient incriminating evidence regarding the transfer of files and records of payment to Kenrin Limited, adding that Kundra earned anywhere between Rs 6 to 8 lakhs daily from the business. Now, Kundra has been booked under Indian Penal Code sections 420 for Cheating, 34 for Common Intention, 292 and 293 related to obscene and indecent advertisements and displays besides relevant sections of the IT Act and the Indecent Representation of Women Prohibition Act. But let's look at how Indian laws interpret the production of pornographic films in general. As per a Supreme Court verdict from 2015, watching pornography on personal devices and in personal spaces is not considered to be illegal. But both that same year, the centre had issued an order to ban access to 857 adult sites, saying that they violate quote-unquote morality and decency. And then a few days later, they clarified it was only a temporary ban and that the actual target was to ban child pornography, which comes under the POSCO Act and is punishable by law. However, none of the other laws around porn prohibit pornography. There is no prohibition against watching or downloading porn, only the acts of quote-unquote publication and sharing or pornographic material are penalized Karan Tripathi the queens legal consultant breaks down the legal provisions pertaining to porn in india
2: so the investigation against kundra is a very is at a very early stage so we really don't know what all is it that has been put against him but one thing that has come up is that he has uh, financed these films, uh, allegedly financed these films that he was made part of the writing process, the scripts, the scripts were vetted through him. So this, uh, a lot of legal experts are saying does fall under the ambit of 67A, because if you read 67A of IT Act, it says that not only the person who actually uploads or transmits the sexually explicit material, but any other person who causes that person to uh, upload or transmit the sexually explicit material has also committed the offence. So basically, any person who is helping or assisting the person in publishing and transmitting such material would also fall under the ambit of 67a So whatever that has come up in the investigation so far uh, does suggest
1: that allegations against Kundra would fall under section 67a now, some actors who did work with Kundra also came out in defense of the nature of the film shot. They have claimed that they were not porn films, rather they are erotica. The queen spoke to actor Ghena Vashisht, who was earlier arrested in February in relation to the pornography scandal and is currently out on bail. Vashisht, who acted in some of the videos herself, said that the videos she shot do not come under the category of porn and were erotica videos instead.
0: Hi, I'm Ghena Vashisht. I know I'm about Raj's arrest. I just want to say that no one is making
1: porn. No one's normal. making pornographic films. These were normal erotica films. These films were not even as bold as Ekta Kapoor's Gandhi Baat or films like Parched or many others. I request people to watch the videos before deciding if it's porn and not jump to conclusions. I have full faith in Mumbai police to act fairly. <laughs>
0: पहले वीडियोस को देखें उसके बाद डिसाइड करें क्या है और बाकी मुझे, मुझे मुंबई पुलिस पे पूरा ट्रस्ट है फुल फेथ है मुझे मुंबई पुलिस पे
1: Kundra's lawyer Abbot Punda too defended the films produced by Raj Kundra and argued in quote that Section 67A of the Information Technology Act which penalizes sending quote-unquote obscene material in an electronic form cannot be applied since these movies do not classify under the category of porn and said that quote-unquote only the act of intercourse in a film can be considered as porn, rest all is just vulgar content. While investigations will reveal the exact details related to the case, the legal language on what is considered to be obscene is rather vague and open-ended. Let's take section 67 of the IT Act as an example, which makes it illegal to publish or transmit quote-unquote obscene material in electronic form. The quote-unquote obscene material in question can be anything which is quote-unquote lascivious or appeals to the prudent interest or if its effect is such as to tend to deprave and corrupt. Karan explains that the law does not provide qualifications of what makes a material obscene, leaving its interpretation on law enforcement agencies, which may lead to selective targeting of an industry and its players which already has a negative image in society. So if you look at the laws
2: governing sharing of sexually explicit material or obscenity in India, which is your section 67 and 67A of the Information Technology Act, sections 292 and 293 of the Indian Penal Court, and your Indecent Representation of Women Act, you would see that they use extremely ambiguous, vague, and open-ended terms to define the offense of obscenity, such as, you know, uh, lascivious, rurient interests, uh, goes against the morality or public morals, or promotes depravity of mind. So uh, these are very, very subjective terms as to whose morals are we talking about? Uh, how do we measure uh, depravity of mind? Uh, or is it, uh, or how do we measure what is, you know, what are rudient interests and whether the particular representation or expression actually does that? So because these laws are extremely ambiguously worded, it leaves a lot of ground for the police to, arbitrarily do search and seizure procedures and arrest people uh, on the basis of a mere complaint and without actually evaluating that whether uh, a content would objectively be obscene or not.
1: But despite the sudden brouhaha over porn in this case, data shows that India's relation with pornography is intimate even though it is shunned by the moralistic standards of society. With the rising consumption of smartphones and internet services in the country, Porn viewership has increased in the past couple of years. Porn is readily accessible on the internet in India and India's porn watching time is reportedly three times that of the global average. According to Pornhub, a popular porn site, India is number three in the world, below the US and the UK, on the list of most viewership. In the lockdown period of 2020, India also reported a 95% spike in traffic, according to Pornhub data. We spoke with Harish Ayer, an equal rights activist and the author of the Sex Solve column, Quint, on the negative connotations associated with porn and the adult film industry in India. According to him, a culture needs to be developed in India where people can speak about consuming porn openly, which may lead to a larger acceptance of the industry itself.
0: There's a lot of shame associated with porn.
1: So people don't like
0: to speak about it. People don't like to tell other people that they're actually consuming porn. But the truth is that uh, India also happens to be one of uh, the biggest consumers of porn. On the consumption of porn, we need to we need to first develop a culture where people are able to speak about it openly. And let me make the August beginning by saying that I, I have consumed porn. I have watched uh, uh, gay porn. I have watched straight porn and and the, and the and the truth is that i'm i'm not saying that porn is the is an educative material porn shouldn't be an educative material people should be teaching sex and sexuality in schools and colleges and not from uh and that and porn sites should not be the space from where uh, people get that education but but when there is a complete lack of uh, sex sexuality uh, education porn sites are Places where people visit and they get sometimes they get the wrong idea. Um, they think that uh, you know every every. every uh, I mean, in the sex of column itself, I've seen that many people have this assumption. In fact, this week I'm going to address one of the questions where somebody has has had the assumption that a penis is nine inches or longer. So, so when you look at when you look at porn sites, it sometimes glorifies. Uh, unrealistic images of human beings, and you have unrealistic expectations. Um, ideally, there there should be educative sites which will help uh, people understand what is sex and what is sexuality from an educative perspective, but um, the porn is here to stay. People will find a way to consume porn. So you might as well uh, make people aware of what is ethical and what is not ethical, even when Uh, even when they are consuming and what should be reported and what doesn't stand a chance to be reported also. So that's something that we need to have more awareness about.
1: The adult film industry has always operated under the radar in India. However, the ambiguous nature of the legal provisions pertaining to the industry may be doing more harm than good. For more updates regarding the Rajkundra case, follow the Quinn's coverage on our website and our social media platforms. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavin, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at quinn.com